Welcome to everyone. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share this morning. And uh, first of all, before we start, please don't post any of this on Facebook or any social media. We want to protect our persecuted brothers and sisters in the persecuted nations. For them, it's really a cost to be a Christian in many of these places. Yeah, so let us start in prayer. Father, as we sit in the silence, we know that you are here. So we are two or more are gathered in your name. There you are. I pray in the name of Jesus, open our eyes so we can see your heart. Open our eyes today that we see to follow Jesus will cost you your life. Open our eyes today to the greatness of our King. May we bring glory and honor to Him in this day. In Jesus' name, Amen. So I also welcome my, my fellow brother, Carl. I brought him a dress from Egypt. And uh, yeah, we became friends in a very, very dangerous country in the Middle East. We became friends. We were roommates in the hotel there. So thank you, Carl. Yes. Okay. Let me just get out all my papers. A lot of preparation. I had one hour sleep. So, yeah, thank you so much. So, first of all, I'm from the organization Martyrs for Christ. Martyrs, Martelare for Christus. The focus of this organization is to strengthen and equip the body of Christ. Two things strengthen and equip the body of Christ, living under restriction, living under persecution, so that they can be salt and light in the place where they are. We don't want to take people out of persecution. Listen, many people say, why you don't take these people out of persecution? No, Jesus said, I send you as sheep among wolves. What does a wolf do to a sheep? Hmm? He tears the sheep apart. He tears the sheep apart. So Jesus wants us to shine our light in the most darkest places on the face of this earth. And this, this morning, I will take you on a journey into the country of Egypt. Now Egypt, when you think about Egypt, or in the pyramids, okay, we will get there. But what, what is the first, first view? The pyramids, the camels, and the, the halloumi, and the Turkish coffee. Yeah, we had Turkish coffee the other night, I couldn't sleep. So, two weeks back, we, we arrived back from Egypt. Fifteen days in this country changed my life. Like they said this morning, mission trip. Will change your life. Now, in uh, the two things that really stood out to me, I need to write things down. 
my brain is just that big. But um, two things that stood out for me in Egypt. The first thing, the incredible cost the believers are paying to follow Jesus. The price they pay to follow Jesus. In a country that is not free. Where there's no, not really free. They say there's freedom, but there's not really freedom. And the second thing that opened my eyes is the greatness of God. And I pray today that God will open your eyes. I pray today that you will be on your knees and thank Him for staying in a country like this. So first of all, we're going to fasten our seatbelts. I'm going to speak about the people of the cross. The cross became a beautiful symbol. It became a bumper sticker. It became the picture on, on, on the wallpaper of your phone. But little we forget that the cross is a symbol of death. It's a symbol of crucifixion. It is a symbol of laying your life down. And first of all, we will start with the scripture this morning. I can see clearly now. You know that song? Okay. Matthew 16, verse 24. And while I take you on the journey through Egypt this morning, this scripture needs to be in the back of your mind. It needs to be in your heart. And it says, then Jesus said to who? Anyone? His disciples. Who is his disciples? Listen clearly. And Jesus said to his disciples, if you truly want to follow me, as you onwerkelijk wil volg, you should at once, at once, completely, completely reject and disown your own life. My friend, the day when you met Jesus, it's no longer about you. I'm going to walk on some toes this morning. But the power of the word, sometimes the word, you know, it hurts. It hurts. And you have to make a choice, will you accept it or not? And so you should at once completely reject and disown your own life. And you must be willing Gewillig, willing to share his cross. Willing to share his cross. I read a quote the other day. Many can wear a cross, but not many can bear the cross. You can wear the cross, but can you bear it? It will cost you your life. It will cost you your life. You must be willing to share my cross and experience it as your own. As you continuously surrender to my ways. Your ways. 
God is higher. We all pick up our cross, but then we still want to walk our own, own road. His road. So see safety belts on. So you see in the airbags Let us start. So we arrived in the city of Cairo in Egypt. And there came a man, 70 years old. He's a very, very respected leader in Egypt among the believers. He's the first one that came to pick up our bags. He said, I will carry your bags. A respected leader that shows what? Leadership. But he who is greatest among you shall be your servant. He picks up our bags. Uh, the other time, they were washing dishes from, from, from our friends. And the people wanted to take off the dishes. And the one believer started crying and said, don't take this honor from me. I want to serve you. Don't take this honor from me. I want to serve you. Friend, this is where the cost starts. I want to ask you the question this morning. Where does, what does your faith cost you? Most clearly, what does your faith cost you? Listen, we go back to the scripture. Jesus says, share my cross. What does your faith cost you? It will mean that you need to lay yourself down to carry bags, to serve. The question is, how do you serve in this church? We're not spectators. There's a battle going on, friends. There's no more spectators. How are you serving the body of Christ? You're not here for yourself. How are you serving the rest of the body of Christ? So we arrive at the legendary pyramids of Giza. Isn't that a cool postcard photo? I don't know these boys. They just came, came up to me. They thought I'm some kind of celebrity and uh, took photos. Yeah, so... so um, but they're cute little boys. And um, while I stood there, I don't know if they are Muslim or Christian, but I started praying for them. Every person you meet is an opportunity. Yeah, but I don't like him. I can't create it. So, so we took a photo. Next, next. So, after I drank my water, very hot at the pyramids, we are in the desert, not the Namibian desert, the Egyptian desert. I finished my bottle of water. And in the corner of my eye, I thought this is a dustbin. Actually, I saw it was a woman covered. That's not easy to look at. A woman covered, Islamic woman.
camels, pyramids. So that's not from Google. We took this photo. Second one. Okay. See how big the stones is of the pyramids? You know who built that? Hmm? The Israelites. The Israelites built that. Interesting. The Arabs dance like this. Exodus 1 verse 8 to 11. Now there arose a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph. And he said to his people, Look, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them, lest they multiply and it happen in the event of war that they also join our enemies and fight against us. And so go up out of the land. Therefore, they set taskmasters over them to afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh supply cities, Pithom and Ramses. Next slide, please. So, the tourists are everywhere. I don't know why they don't wear masks here, but Egypt, very different. back please thank you so when we came into pyramids we didn't came for tourism and our leader said okay from now on you will walk around the pyramid and you will do a prayer walk he said that is yesterday he said you will pray against the spirit of control you will pray of the pharaohs of this age. And at first I didn't understand, but then I understood that that times the pharaohs enslaved the Israelites, the Christians. And today the Christians are enslaved by the top persecutor of Christians, Islam. And we started walking around the pyramids praying. The guy was also praying. I saw this guy, my heart broke, praying, a Muslim praying to Allah five times a day. And they are dedicated, friends, praying, walking around. And I pray, we, we pray around the pyramids, God, set up a church here. At the pyramids, what is impossible for God? Open the eyes of the blind. Our biggest ministry here became prayer. That's the one year that we do the last. Prayer will cost you. We don't understand what happens when we pray. Your prayer can go where you can. And we started praying. We pray that people, that, that Muslims will turn to Christ. That Muslims will turn to Christ. And first of all, you need to understand today, maybe you watch the news. There's some people that just want, want, want to attack Muslims. Now one guy said, Islam stands for, I sincerely love all Muslims. 
Are you praying for them? Yesterday, I'll get to the second slide. Persecution in Egypt. Looks as follows. Egypt is a majority Muslim nation. The source of persecution is Islamic oppression. They are oppressed by Islam. Population, you can see, 105, 9965 million Christians, 10% in that country. 10% Christianity is legal, but Christians are excluded from many parts of society. We'll look at examples. Egyptian government requires churches to register. They stole churches waiting to be registered to start building. Register. Christian religious affiliation is listed on the ID cards. So on your ID cards, they stands, you are Christian or you're Muslim. So when you go apply for work, type into my friend in Egypt. He applied for work. They saw on his ID card, he's a Christian, sorry. He was the best in the work. Said they refused him. Islamic oppression. Christians converting from Islam face a lot of pressure. Many times death, killed by their own families. Many have to flee. We call them MBBs, Muslim background believers. Have to flee for their lives. Many Christian human rights activists have been in prison. ISIS and Salafist jihadists. Salafist jihadists is the radical Radical Muslims in Egypt. They have the long beards like Carol this morning. The Salafists, the, the long beards with the short, short dresses. The radicals. And then ISIS as well. ISIS is very involved in Egypt this uh, last, last few years. Christian women are often kidnapped and forced to convert to Islam. There was two ladies, actually three, coming with us on the, on the trip. Two, they, they wrote the matric, or they're busy with the matric. They were studying on the airplane uh, at that school. They were studying, and, uh, and we were told when we go to the markets, the woman will never walk alone. They will walk with a man because they sold the woman into slavery. They forced him, say, you need to become Muslim. And um, they also sell them for organs in the country of Egypt. Violent attacks on Christians are very common in the country of Egypt. Another pyramid. I think it's the same one. Thank you. Oh, the, this, this guy, he, he sold this thing to me. The dress we are wearing is called the Kalabaya, the Egyptian traditional dress. And actually, I first wore that dress. And we, when we walk in the mall, people started laughing. So actually, that's a winter dress um, in, in Egypt. But it fits Carl beautiful. So... Uh, <laughs> Why we look funny? 
and beautiful at the same time. When you go on outreaches, you will meet interesting people. It looks different than you, but they can teach you life lessons. They look different than you, but they will teach you lessons. So there we are on the camel. I did some camel riding. I climb on the first camel, and the camel said, ah! the, the Arab guy said, no, please climb off. He put me on the other camel, and the camel said, ah! I don't know what happened. But uh, I got my camel that day, and we went into the desert in, uh, in Egypt. Next slide. There's our team, our director. Um, yeah, a few. Yeah, you see, there's, there's many women. There were three guys. One, two, three, four. Oh, there's another woman. Five women as well. Okay, next slide. Then we were passing on our way to the Nile. We, we were passing the city of the dead. The city of the dead is four miles long. And go to the next, next slide. It's four miles long. That little houses that you see, there's not houses. It is graves. It is little tombs. It, it is Islamic graves. 20 million people in Cairo, 500,000 stays in the city of the dead. Next slide. They sleep between the tombs. Where are you staying today? Are you taking your, your house, your flat, your room for granted? Staying in the city of the dead, let's go back. Please, two slides. One more, thank you. Driving next to this four miles of grace brought me to tears. Muslims died without Jesus. Have you ever cried for the lost? Many times our hearts have become so hardened. Weep for the lost. The same people that are persecuting the believers, they are praying for them. I couldn't understand this at first. The scripture came to my mind. But I say to you, Jesus, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. The upside down kingdom. And pray for those who spitefully use and persecute you. Driving next to the guy saying, we are praying for people. We are praying for our enemies. We are praying that people come to Christ. And many times we have crutches against people. Friends, may this be an example to you. You can forgive. Not in your own strength. You can. And Jesus, this, this, cost, this cost him to pray for the enemies. 
who killed their families. We will, we will see examples what happened to Christians. And then Jesus still expects of us to pray and love and do good. Next slide, thank you. Then we went on the Felucca, on the, on the Nile. Felucca is a little um, boat that they use, sailboat during um, Jesus' time. And uh, you know, the, the Nile is 6,693 kilometers long. 95% of the 105 million people stays next to the Nile. The, the Nile is the source of life. It's a source of water. They, so there's many, many plantations, many farms next to, the, next to the Nile when you drive up. We call it Upper Egypt is South. Okay. So Upper Egypt is not up. It's how the Nile flows. When we won that Nile, the scripture came to me, Exodus 7, verse 17. You can go read it. The water turned into blood. The water of the Nile, because the Pharaoh refused to let my people go, God turned the Nile into blood. While we're on this Nile, relaxed, tired, we started praying again. Lord, that the people staying in Egypt will experience your source of life. Now when I walk into places, I see an opportunity. While I stand there at a coffee place, I start praying. May your light shine in this place. We don't pray because we don't always see the results. But when a seed is planted, and you cover the ground, tomorrow you come back, there's nothing. But behind the scenes, things are happening. So today when you pray, you never know what God will do with your prayer. So, next slide. Next one, thank you. He's actually the manager at Vumpy Grove. Please go support Vumpy. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> next slide. Next one. Can we have some sound on this one? We were sitting in the market. How does that sound? She can also even It's not the beautiful radio station. It's a prayer call of the Muslims. Pray five times a day. Five times a day. And I, I want you to hear what they are praying. Just open my eyes. They are praying. The prayer is called the Adan. The Adan means stop and listen. The prayer call. Well, you, you, you can't uh, not listen. It is in your face. Every 400 meters in Cairo, there's a mosque. 
every 400 meters, there's a mosque in the city of Cairo. It says, the prayer of Adan, stop and listen four times. There's a proclamation, Allah Akbar. That means in Arabic and Islamic, God is great. They're praying to Allah. When we say this, we are not hating Muslims. We are speaking about the reality that is happening so that you understand what Islam is about. So they're praying, stop and listen four times, Allah Akbar. And then they say, I bear witness that there is no God except the one God, Allah. Rise up for prayer, rise up for salvation. Prayer is better than sleep. That night, five o'clock, I got an alarm. I was a speaker of Aznabe. I woke up. I was so tired. They are proclaiming five times a day. Thousands of Muslims, you hear them. The Christians have to hear this five times a day. They are proclaiming. We believe that we serve the loving God, Jesus. They serve Allah. They're praying. They're actually, like the leaders say, they proclaim darkness. When was the last time you made God great? Yes, most can moan. Most can moan, means. Yeah, my brethren, it is a lamb, you We don't understand what we have in this country. You don't understand what freedom we have in this country. And we take our freedom for granted. Christian believers have to hear this five times a day. And the, the next slide. There's actually also praise. You can go to the next slide. The next morning... Our leader tells us, we're going to sing this song. I practiced this song one year back. And the song became the theme of the trip, Inta Azimu. Now I want to read this to you. Jack, why is the Allah? Now, it's not the Islamic Allah. The word for God in the Egyptian Christian Bible is also Allah, so that you are not confused by that. Now I'm going to read this to you and we're going to sing this. Lekker. I will teach you an Egyptian Arabic song. Because we're not just singing. While you were worshipping this morning, you are proclaiming. Like they proclaim five times a day. We proclaim. Yes, I honor song. The great, great, uh, worthy um, so, Anta Azimun. Anta Azimun, Azimun, Azimun. Ya Allah. Lord, you are worthy, so worthy. You are worthy to be praised. Two times. Then we have Azimun Fi Mahabatika. Fi Mahabatika. school. 
Azimun fi amahnatika. We praise you for your wonderful love. We praise you for your infinite might. Azimun fi taririka. We praise you for your healing touch. Azimun aidan fi shifaika. You're worthy. You are greatly to be praised. So wherever we go, we sing the song. Yes, I was so tired later. Then the leader, while, I, while I'm asleep, let us sing Anta Azimun. I became tired. But then later I realized it is changing the atmosphere. When you go and worship, it changes the atmosphere. I love worship. get the words at first but try to sing with or just pray and azimun 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 ya Allah and azimun Azimun, Azimun, ya Allah. Azimun, fi amabatika. Azimun, fi amanatika. Azimun, fi taririka. Azimun. I found fi shifaika and azimun 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 ya Allah and azimun 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 ya Allah Azimun fi amabatika Azimun fi amanatika Azimun fi taririka Azimun haifan fi Shifaika We proclaim that God is great. Antazim. Friend, God is great. God is great. Then we went to the place called Gabit City. Second slide. You see many houses without roofs. So if they put up a roof, they have to pay tax. If they put a mosque next to the house, they don't have to pay tax. 
So many people don't have roofs. Many people don't have roofs in Kalbit City. The cost. Kalbit City, we can go to the second slide, has got 25,000 Christians. It, it is a slum. 25,000 Christians. The Muslims don't go to Kalbit City because they, they feel that they will become unclean. They don't take out the garbage. The Christians there is called the garbage collectors. They drive and they collect the garbage in Cairo. Take it to the city. They sort it out, sell some of the stuff to, to survive. Garbage city. Next slide. But when you see, when you see the people there is joy. Ja, maar my omstandighede is nie baie lekker nie, so ek kan nie gelukkig wees nie. The joy of the Lord is your strength. You choose him. You choose joy. They don't have anything, but they have Jesus. They have to collect garbage every day. Ek weet, vandag gaan mense gemors uitvat. Next slide. Next slide. Then we came to the cave chats, the place that changed my life. Two groups of people. There's the Muslims and the Christians. And in the middle of the picture, it's a mountain. A mountain in the sky. During the Islamic time of the Islamic Ramadan, the fasting of Ramadan, the believers at, this is called the Mukatta mountain, the believers during Ramadan took, uh, took dynamite. When the fasting of the Muslims stopped, they used cannons, they shoot cannons. And while they shoot cannons, the Christians used dynamite to shoot a hole into this mountain to start a church. This church Seats, 15,000 people. What price will you pay to be the church? <laughs> no, no, no. Tonight, we're going to blow dynamite. We're going to make a hole in this mountain so that we can worship the king. That is a cost, my friend. We serve him. And then the story of this church, this mountain, back in the day there was an Islamic king. He came to a group of Christians. He said, in your Bible it says that your faith moves mountains. He says, but I give you three days. If this mountain does not move, we will kill all of you. So the believers went and they started praying. No, they started fasting. And praying for three days. Testimony. And on the third day, the king and his soldiers was that side. And the Christians was that side. They heard a rattle and the mountain lift. And moved to another place. 
Jaat is onmoendlik. What is impossible with man is possible with God. But they had to pray and fast. The Christians, because they want to be the church in a dark place. Next slide, thank you. He's an Italian artist. He's uh, making this. We see the sun is coming on the clouds with great power and glory. Wow. They saw this Italian artist the previous time. They saw your beautiful piece of work. He came out of a little hole full of dust. And he's, he shakes off the dust. He says, this is all I am. It's all for the glory of God. Next slide. Sister Chets. Next slide. Which is 15,000 people. And on YouTube, you can go watch the church full, proclaiming the name of Jesus. Because they, it is behind the, the garbage city, so the Muslims don't come there to persecute them. This is some of the believers that we see. You just see the joy. You see the joy. They don't have to speak. I speak a little bit of Arabic, so I, I start Arabic in a slatic blank. And I just say, Anna bit kalm Arabic. I just speak a little bit of Arabic. And I'll say that is good. Believers, the pulpit is honor. Next slide. Next slide. Oh. So there's another cave church. That's all black paint. The church burned down. Everything in the church burned. Except the picture of Jesus. Three men were standing there, and I was just standing there and crying, weeping, Lord. It's only about you. Alles is weggebrand. There's only a picture of Jesus. Weeping. They're singing in Arabic, worshiping, praising God. They're standing there. But many times we want comfort before we go to church. As I coffee net rechts. Listen. Ja, maar let die koekjes, man. Kan je die keer die koekjes krijgen of iets? Ja, maar die eer kon ze weer af. Ah, die kinders raas. We have so many complaints. And we missed the point. Jesus. Jesus. Next slide. Next picture. <laughs> from Ocho as well. She sang in Arabic. God can use anyone. Two young girls busy with the exams. Then a country 
the Christians are persecuted, shining their light. What about you? Then we go to the citadel. The citadel is the biggest mosque in Cairo. They also call it the gateway of Egypt, the gateway to the Middle East. Inside this mosque, the woman needs to cover. You need to take off your shoes, as Intani. And then our leader said, okay, now you're going to talk to one another. But while you talk, you're going to pray. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. The light will shine in this place. In the mosque, the biggest mosque in Egypt. Next slide. Then we started praying over the city. The city of Cairo. Big part is the city of the dead. Next. Okay. Kentucky Fried Chica. Finger licking good. So we're preparing meals. Next slide. This is the doctor. This doctor. Disabled children. Muslims don't want disabled children. They throw them out. This guy said, we will go and we will feed them Kentucky Fried Chicken. We will sit in front of them and feed them. Mensen, dat is quel, dat is. If you want to stay clean, stay at home. But feeding these children, and then we sing the song for this doctor. He had a practice. He sacrificed everything to go look after disabled children. And when we came there, we were such a great encouragement from Namibia, the part of the body. Come to visit you, he started weeping. And we started singing the song. You deserve the glory and the honor. And we lift our hands in worship. As we praise your holy name, you deserve the glory. Just praying for this man that sacrificed his own business to go feed the hungry, to feed disabled children that is outcasts. One man alone. What does your faith cost you? Next slide. Then we were preaching in those church. So I can today preach it. I can not in English preach. Now I speak in Afrikaans and English. So this church, evangelical church, you can just wait. This is in the basement of the church. This is in the basement of the church. This church waited 70 years to be registered. This year they started building. 70 years, friends. That night we were preaching. Me and our director in the church, I was preaching about Antazim and the greatness of God. That the Pharaohs, they built all these monuments to show the greatness of their God. But how are we showing the greatness of God where we are? And then our director preached about uh, the anchor, that Jesus is our anchor in the storm. 
to encourage these believers. They, they have stories. 70 years they persevered. While we were preaching, he attacked us in Namibia. That's besides the point. While we were preaching, there was a man standing outside with a machine gun. Well, the school is Rambo, he saw. No. The soldier is protecting the church from suicide bombers. Suicide bombers walk into the church, blow themselves up. To know while I was preaching in a church where there's a soldier outside protecting the church from suicide bombers, I thought this might be my last service. Do we understand the freedom that we have here? There's no suicide bomber. There's no religious police. There's no cameras inside that see what Johannes and Marissa is preaching. Do you understand the freedom that you have? And while they go on a Sunday, it might be their last service. And it happened to a few. It cost them their faith. It cost them to go to church. I might die today, but church is important. Next slide. Listen to this worship, which is worship. Basement of a chat. Excellent. Thank you. Next slide. So there we are in the Calabayas, the winter dresses. We came to the place of Wadi Natron. Wadi Natron is the place where Jesus and his family, um, his family and baby Jesus fled to Egypt. They hide in this place. Many Christians were also killed here. This is a water well where they washed the swords that they killed the Christians with um, in Wadinatron. So there's a lot of um, these places. Next slide. So just to fellowship with these believers brought so much joy. Mensen, als ons op een kerk toe komt. Where's our joy? My friend, if Jesus does not become your everything, you will not really experience the fullness of joy. I remember in Iraq, a pastor was walking up to us with a smile like this. He said, we lost everything. Their children were sold into slavery. Their churches burned down. They said, they have, we have so much hope. We still have Jesus. Next slide. Next one. 
the Asia group, our driver, man, this guy, yeah, God really touched him. Next, next slide, next slide. Okay, 1 Corinthians 13 verse 2, and though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but I have not love, I'm nothing. You know, they have love. We came to this prayer house and the walls. This is what our leader, our leader started this building. 13 years back, it was a choker, Kimon. I was in Egypt. There was 100 rooms at this place. Two weeks back, 1,000 rooms. They uh, prepare missionaries there. They disciple missionaries, send them overseas. There's little rooms everywhere where you can pray. Many see the face of Jesus. They, they go into that prayer room and they don't come out till the next day. They seek his face. They cost him. What time are you spending with Jesus? Friends, for what is coming? A five-minute prayer walk, a prayer walk or prayer life. The walls of this building, and this guy does this pastor testify. The Muslims come with bulldozers. They push down the walls. They send him the what is he The bull. Then he rebuilds the wall again. Then they push the wall again. Then he rebuilds the wall. And he said his Muslim neighbor doesn't like him. He hates him. But he said, do you know how, how Christians take revenge? By love. This Muslim brother did not have clean water. This leader had from paper angle so that he can have clean water change that man's life. You might like it, I don't like it. I don't Where is your love? The love of God will cost you. It is sacrifice to the sight. Before we get to the scripture, also at the prayer room 13 years back, we met a few, few young people. I remember we were praying together. And while, while we were praying, they were on their way as missionaries to Sudan. When we came back from Egypt, we got the news that all of them were executed. Few days back, we met Christians. We pray for them. We strengthen them. A week later, you hear they are executed. They were ambushed by radicals in Sudan. And the one boy, he was bleeding to death. And he told the leader that was shot in the leg. He said, just tell my dad I died for Jesus. Friends, they we play church. But you are willing to die for Jesus. Friends. 
Hear the urgency in God's heart. Be the church that sacrifice. Be the church that serves. 1 Corinthians 12 verse 26. Look at the joy. If one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. God will. This is how it looks. If I take him and I eat Carl, will you like it? Misschien iemand wat om me like, zal zeggen alsjeblieft. Doe het drie keer. If I eat Carl of him, what happens to his body? is pain. When I hit cattle on the head, the hand goes where the pain is. The rest of the body of Christ responds. How are you responding to the need in this church? How are you responding? Maybe you never heard about persecuted believers, but they are praying for us. Persecuted believers are praying, please send people in the West through persecution because persecution purifies your faith. Because we have it easy. Friends, thank you, Carl. If one member suffers, we all suffer with it. The, why? Why do I have a dress like this today? Why? Because Egyptian Christians is my family. My spiritual family, I believe many years from now, other cultures will come into this church. How will you respond? It's your family. And this is what matters. If one part of the family suffers, we all suffer, but we became so in, in, individualistic. But God is pressing on you. Pray for this person. Pray for, no, no, no. There, in the persecuted church, we see the full representation of the body of Christ, parts working together. We were having communion. Our wet. Communion, the fellowship in suffering. Breaking bread, that Jesus' body was teared apart. His believers being teared apart. Yeah, my, but it's your family. It's your responsibility to pray, support. Next slide. We were ex escorted by the police all the time. Next slide. We're slowly coming to an end. We went to the city of Alexandria. Alexandria, the coast city in Egypt. Next slide, thank you. Beautiful, beautiful place. They also pray there five times a day. Next slide. There's a checkpoint in front of a church. This is the checkpoint. We had to leave our passports outside to visit this church. Next slide. 2017 Palm Sunday, suicide bomber walks into this church. Bomb himself, 28 Christians killed. 47 injured. And the security guard, when he saw the uh, person, he, he tried to stop him. And this reminded me of greater love is no one than this. Than to lay down one, one's life for his friends. 
There's a price to pay. Next slide. We were worshiping in this church. There's also remains of St. Mark, Mark, that brought the gospel to, to Egypt. Mark died. They put a rope around his neck, pulled him through the streets. Mark in the Bible. They killed him in that way. Next slide. Next one. There's a suicide bomb. You can watch the. It's believers walking here, children. I don't feel about, but this is not happening here, but this is your family. What will you do if this happens to one of your family members? You will not just sit and watch TV. You will pray. You will do anything to help persecute the believers. The next slide. Next slide. We were worshiping in this church as well. Then we went to another church, 21 Coptic Martyrs. This place broke me. 2015, it was on the news. 21 Coptic Christians were marched by ISIS on a beach in Libya. They were kidnapped. They went on their knees. Their throats were slit. 21, before that, they were praying. 21 martyrs. They were praying. They were, they were tortured for one month. For one month, friends. They did not deny Jesus. It was said the last words on the mouth was Jesus. Jesus. Next slide, please. Almost there. There's the graves. But if you do not forgive in the trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. The parents forgave Isis for slitting the throats of the children. And we are bearing grudges against one another. We need to stop this. The Lord said he will not forgive you if you don't forgive. Forgiveness is a big deal to God. Friends, next slide. Almost at the end. There you see the cable ties. Their hands was bound. Orange overalls. 21 graves. Walking next to his grave. Next slide. There's a picture. There's a video as well. Acts 1 verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be thy witnesses. In Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. The Greek word for witness in this scripture is martero. It means martyr. What is a martyr? Someone that lays his life down even to the point of death. Jesus wants you to serve him even to the point of death. And we choose how we want to serve. They got children, families, but they are willing to pay the price. Next, next slide. That's the graves. 
Next one. I'm moving slowly to the end. Okay. Next slide. Meeting with some believers. See now that rock too take no rock. To like a low rock to create a rock. Okay. Route via is t-shirt on select. Okay. Let's go next. Yeah, this is a church as well, 100 meters above sea level. The, the Nile floods two times a year. People flee, flee into this, this church. They serve one another. They feed one another. A believer told me there, the safest place for, for him is inside the church. Wow. The church is his home. Next one. This is Father Christmas. You don't worry me. He's a, he's a leader in the church. He said, I want to show you a photo. He didn't show us the photo, but he said, one of the guys had a cross, and the cross started lighting up. Wow. Wow. The glory of God. Next one. And I think he was Ambermen, but I couldn't, we couldn't adopt. This little boy, we went to an orphanage as well. And just seeing the love, this boy touched my hand, kissing my hand all the time. The, the Believer's Day, so we also visit orphanages and really play with the children, give them gifts. And look at the Afrikaans, brought him all So cute. Okay, next one. Oh, this guy is our angels, the police. <laughs> Every time the police will stop us, they will tell us, you will not go there. When I want to go toilet in the desert, I'm escorted with a guy with a, with a rifle. He stands in front of me and asks, what is your name? The police is always with us. And later, I got a bit irritated, and actually, they were angels protecting us. It's a difficult country. The next next slide. Uh, some of the intelligence walking around. Next. Mm. Woman that still don't know Jesus. They cannot reveal themselves. Next one. Then we went to the leader's village. And his brother told us, you came as light. How do you see that? That night in the market, I walked into a little shop. Because I like guitars, I wanted to buy an Egyptian guitar. Then I bought one that falls. So I walk into this room. There was two men sitting. One man sitting there. The other one next to him. He had a cross here. When I walked in, he showed me. He asked me the first question, not what is my name. He asked, are you Christian? I said, I'm a believer. I'm a Christian. He started smiling. Light recognizing. Light. In a dark country. And he was so encouraged that there's a believer from Namibia. That is why outreach is so important. A believer. Because they are your family. But it's translators. What's the excuse? And um, next slide. 
we're getting closer to the end. It's like a little Jesus town. The children are driving donkeys. You don't need license for motorbike, car. It is chaos. But it is, it is, it is beautiful just to walk there. Next slide. I danced with this guy. Old guy. He was dancing with his kitty. And uh, on the Nile, we were praying again for, for the city, uh, this village on the island. Next slide. Martyrs for Christ started this bakery in this village. This bakery gives the village bread every morning for free. Everyone can get a portion, I think, two or three bread. And I brought a slack in here, so. Um, so people come, next slide, waiting for bread, to pick bread up. Muslims, Christians, how hungry are we for the living bread? People that are very hungry for bread, okay? Then, yeah, it's almost at the end. The last day, we were preparing, I think it was 340 sandwiches. But with chicken, cheese, eggs, I don't know what. I prepared a dish there with olive oil and it tasted so good. We went to go give it to a poor church that was hidden in a city. In this, next slide. Just put your light like this. This is the church. And pray together with me. Said, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please help me to be light in this dark world. I know sometimes. Please, Lord Jesus, help me to be light in this dark world. We were feeding this church. We're going back. Light. Nations will come to your light. The Christians, the persecuted Christians of Egypt are light in the most difficult places on earth, paying the price of their lives. I want to go back. I want to go back. What does your faith cost you? To be light, you need to burn. This light bulb has got a filament inside. It burns. It will not be easy. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. It's easy to sing. It will cost you your life. Next scripture. Then we were singing with this church. You are, listen, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket. What's your excuse today? 
What's your excuse today? Christian believers shining their lights to the point of death. What is our excuse today, friends? And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine so before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. I was looking at these believers just by the way they love, the way they pray, the way they worship, and I was weeping. I was glorifying God. I said, Jesus, I want this. Jesus said, pay the price. Pay the price. Next slide. Remember the sermon? Are you listening? Are you listening? This is not a normal service, friends. This is the encounter with the king. You are in or you are out. To follow this Jesus is not cheap. He paid a price. He didn't pay the price. He bled for you. What are you doing for him? Jesus' body. Persecuted believers is our family. We sitting here today is family. What are you doing? Are you listening? And I want to pray today. I bow to you, Let us take this time out. Let us go to the real of God. So first of all, we're going to pray for ourselves. And second of all, then we're going to pray for believers that are facing persecution, that is waiting trial to be executed today, that is waiting in a prison cell today, locked up, far away from their families who lost children, who lost families because they choose Jesus. You will be hated by the whole world, says the word, because they do not know me. I send you a sheep among wolves. Will you pay the price? Will you pay the price, church? Let us stand up in that comfortable chair. pray together today. Let our voices be, be heard. We don't have to be silent. We can pray in the streets. We can pray on the rooftops. We can shout the name of Jesus. We can worship and many times we're still ashamed. Why believers only can worship in church. There, not in other places. So let us pray together. Heavenly Father, here I am. Here I am. Jesus, today I have heard that there's a cost. There's a great cost in following you. Jesus, I present my life again. 
I don't want it only to be words anymore. I want to be light. I know it will cost me. I know it will cost my comfort. I know it will cost my money. I know it will cost my time. It cost me my whole life. Jesus, come burn once again. A new fire in my heart. In Jesus' name. Father, we pray for the body of Christ that is suffering today for the name of Jesus. Many who have lost families, who lost their churches, who lost their houses, who lost everything. We pray today, Jesus, that their faith will remain strong, that they will not deny you, that you will strengthen them, that they can remain light in the darkest places of this world. I commit, Father, to pray for my persecuted family. They are my family in Christ. Jesus, bound us together with love, with unity. Lord Jesus, help us that our eyes will be off ourselves. Lord, help us to fix our eyes on you, the author and the finisher of our faith. In Jesus' name, amen. I just quickly want to share something. As we are working with persecuted believers, we want to invite you with. So if you feel you want to visit Egypt, please let us know. There's some pamphlets here. You can sign up for our newsletter. It's important to get a newsletter to receive news how you can pray for the persecuted church. Maybe in 10 years from now, you are stuck in a prison. Your Bible being taken away. Jacket will never happen here. Listen. Mozambique. When you draw a line from Mozambique, it's very near to Namibia. ISIS was beheading babies. We cannot play church anymore. We need to pray for brothers and sisters who are suffering for the faith. So please come sign up. You can tear it and just put it here and we will make sure you get a newsletter. Friends, thank you. If you want to know more about the persecuted church, please contact us. If you want a dress from Egypt, go by yourself. You can come with Johannes, Marissa, thank you for this opportunity. It was eerlijk by a move for. But God is faithful. Amen. Amen. Come on, why don't we give Jack a hand this morning for bringing an awesome word. Jackie, thank you for sharing your passion and your heart this morning. And I don't know about you, but my heart's been touched and ripped apart again this morning. 
And our prayer is really the reason why Johannes really asked Jock to share. Jock is one of our leaders in this church. He's leading a home cell and he's been here from the start and he's a faithful man of God. And the reason why Johannes asked him to share this morning was because there was a fire burning in him when he came back from this trip. And there is a fire that God wants to ignite inside of all of us because we have been called to be part of the body of Christ and the job that God's got, the mandate that he's got for this church, for this city, for this nation. And so I really want to encourage you, if you want to know more about the work that they do, please come and have a chat with him. If your heart is burning for the outreaches that we want to do as a church, come and chat to Johannes. If your heart is just burning for Jesus, just continue to stir that fire over the next five weeks as we get to slow down, as we get to rest, and as we really have time to say to the Lord, Lord, where are you sending me next year? He might be sending you in your workplace. He might be sending you down the street. He might be sending you to the Vundu. Maybe he might be sending you to Egypt, but God has got a plan for all of us. Amen. Amen. So we pray that you're encouraged today, and I want to encourage you. We do have a coffee outside. If you just want to let that word really process in your heart. And then remember to invite someone back to the carols for next Sunday. And we're going to have a great end to the year next week. Awesome. There's the carols. And so bless you. Have a wonderful week. And if you need prayer, you can also come to the front. Amen.